0: You are listening to the Four Fit Fatherhood Podcast, and we're having conversations with dope dads covering the four pillars of fatherhood. We call it the Fit Fatherhood Formula: faith, family, finance, and fitness. That's right. These dads are setting the pace in business and fatherhood. This show isn't only about the outside success. We're getting down to who you are, gentlemen. It's time to get fit. And, 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 and now let's get into the show, let's get, into the show. Let's
1: get into the show all right welcome back to the forfeit fatherhood uh today my guest is terry brags uh he's a 16 year culinary artist he's a veteran in the game um he's an executive chef at stanford university which is a big deal um, he's also a high end private chef you might get to see him doing some of that if you if you're watching this on YouTube um, he's 38 he's a, he's a father of two kids an 18 year old daughter and a 15 year old son and he's a good friend of mine i've known him for jesus now 14 15
0: it's longer sorry long like, it's been a yeah, long been time longer than that, like it's been like 20 years or yeah, something.
1: it's been like since 97 or something crazy right <laughs>
0: <laughs> serious man we go way back
1: yes sir yes sir i
0: remember i remember what i told you it's a random random thing right here i remember one day in high school i told you that i was gonna try to do stand-up comedy and you were were like what you're not even funny
1: (laughs) (laughs) i was lying bro you're funny you were funny (laughs) then you're funny now but you were like you weren't like uh so i guess what i would have compared you to at that time was like martin or or uh, right, right you know what right. i mean you wasn't you wasn't stand-up comedy funny you was like uh you could have been on martin you could have been on the show though like you was I, goofy yeah, comedy Yeah, like yeah right yeah
0: right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know what's it's funny I, how I
0: remember that like, i don't <laughs> even know why i remember that
1: it's crazy i was uh i was talking to my mom yesterday this is how how far back we go and she was like uh i was like oh yeah i'm, I'm interviewing terry today for the podcast she's like oh my friend terry does he still like to eat and I was like, I was like, not only does he like to eat, mom, but he is like the chef. Like he's the 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 chef of like you know what I mean. And she was like, Oh, really?
0: She's like, I knew yeah. he was gonna do something with food. <laughs> that's great, man. It's great that your mom's doing good.
1: Yeah, she's doing good. She's doing good. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's
0: man. We go way back, bro. Yes, the blessing,
1: yes, though. Sir. All right. So so um. Tell me, tell me a little bit about, I mean, obviously the bio doesn't, doesn't do you any justice. You, you, uh, you do way more than what's on there. Um, tell, tell us a little bit about, you know, who you are, what you do.
0: Um, well, man, I, I, I stay pretty busy. Uh, the few things that you did highlight uh, are huge things in my schedule, uh, especially the part about being a dad, you know, like my, uh, my son uh, is, He's uh he's finishing up his sophomore year, almost 16, and my daughter she finished high school last year, and uh, more than anything, man, like right now they just need a lot of guidance. Yeah. Especially my daughter being out of high school and she's trying to find her way, so I like to give her a lot of independence. And um, uh, so yeah, it's it, it's a it's a cool journey to be on with with teenage kids, man, uh, and it just it takes up a good amount of my time. Uh, as you know, the, the, the father role is, is, is really important. Yes, sir. And um, as far as what I do at, uh, at Stanford, uh, that's pretty much like my Monday through Friday thing. I took, a, I took a little bit of time off to actually be with my son. There's another random thing uh, that actually happened with my son. Uh, my son had, uh, he went into cardiac arrest uh, a couple oh, of wow. months ago during basketball practice. Oh, wow. Quick story. Uh, cardiac arrest. Um, he was in the hospital for two weeks. Uh, he bounced back. Come to find out he's had a heart issue his whole life that uh, his mom and I did, never knew about. And it came out during basketball practice because it, it, it flared up whenever his heart rate went up. Uh, basically, long story short, my son had open heart surgery two weeks ago. Oh, and right. uh yeah, uh, it was to fix the problem, though. So he will he will recover 100%, play basketball again, and all that great stuff. But uh, since he's been out of the hospital uh, since since about a week and a half ago, I took some time off of work to just be with him during his recovery. Okay. Uh, it's not something that I share on social media or anything like that. I didn't even really want attention for it. Yeah. Or nothing like that. But um, but yeah, that's something kind of behind the scenes that I've been. Uh, dealing with with my son it takes up a lot of my time
1: yeah no Uh, that makes sense
0: yeah uh, but like I said he's he's gonna fully recover and everything and uh, so so currently I'm taking a couple weeks off of work uh, but then yeah I'm also a a private chef and uh, like I said I'm taking you on the go with me today and I'm (laughs) dropping dropping off some meals from one of the warriors and um, you know this is just kind of like part of my grind man like my my daily grind uh balancing being an executive chef to uh, a private chef and, and a dad and uh, just a, a friend. Uh, I got a bunch of great friends in my life. Uh, I would say, honestly, one of the reasons for my continued success and consistency, excuse me, has been because of my friends. And I got, I got great friends in my life that support me, uh, you being one of them. <laughs> and uh it has just been it's been great to to feel that over the years so i'm he, i'm here and i'm just i'm going to continue on and try to set a good example for everybody around me and for the people that's coming up too cuz i have chefs that work underneath me chefs that i have employed uh that 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 look up to me you know so uh so i definitely want to continue to be be that that role model for them
1: yeah yeah that's awesome so <clears throat> When you say executive chef, right? Executive chef at Stanford University, what is what is that, what does that mean? You in you in the cafeteria? Like you uh <laughs> you smacking hands when people aren't doing <laughs> stuff right? Like what's what does the executive chef do? I like I imagine it's like like hell's hell's kitchen or something, like you're in there yelling at people, <laughs> s- smacking dishes off the table. Like, what is this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro. Stop watching so much TV. Nah, man. Uh, nah. um, it's a it's a big job, man. But uh, basically, I'm like, uh, I'm delegating everything going on. Uh, I, I rarely cook at Stanford. I got a lot of staff and uh, just a lot a lot of people. I got a lot of responsibilities. So my job mainly is just to make sure that things are running smoothly on the day to day when it comes to just like the food production. And no, it is not a carrier, my brother. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's a dining. It's a dining hall. Excuse uh, but, um, me. Sorry. Sorry. So it's it, it, the, people, the students do come through. Students, staff, faculty, they do all come through to get their food and everything. But everything is already all packaged up in in uh, in in meal containers and ready to go for them when they come through. As of you know, things have changed with COVID and everything. Yeah. So um. So. Again, like I'm I'm less hands-on with the food and more so designing menus, uh, doing a lot of Zoom meetings and management stuff and delegating work. And whenever there is something that I wanna do and something special, uh, I basically let my staff know what it is that I wanna do and I show people what I want done and then it gets executed by the staff. Okay. So um, I, I'm the executive chef of in the second largest dining hall on the campus. Um, and I get about between five and six hundred people coming through my dining hall on a daily. Wow! And um, so, yeah, again, it's a it's a big job, and I definitely couldn't be the only one in the kitchen throwing down.
1: For sure, for sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that, yeah, that's a big job, man. Jesus, five or six hundred people a day, and that that's like yeah. multiple multiple meals throughout the day, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's man. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And in the fall, we're gonna move on to we do like a uh, like a nighttime snack where we're open from like nine pm till three am. Oh wow! And we'll and, we, and we'll serve stuff uh, for students that are up late.
1: Wow. Okay. I imagine that Stanford students are up late studying hard. So that's that's gonna be a, a heavily trafficked time too.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, like these are these are like these are the top minds of tomorrow. You know, uh, we got a lot of, um, just a lot of talent at Stanford. Um, and, uh, so that's, you know, Stanford definitely makes sure that they spare no expense when it comes to these students getting taken care of.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. for Sure. Okay. All right. And then, so, so your executive chef there and then, then on your, your own personal thing. So you got your own, your own business. Uh, where you're doing personal chef as where you're a personal chef as well. Like, how does that, how does that work?
0: Um, it's, you know, like this is uh, my my brand that I started. I started it about like three and a half years ago. Okay. And, uh, I didn't plan on being an entrepreneur. It was something that just kind of happened and I had to do it because I was, I had to make some money at the time and it ended up just working out and I just pursued it and still going. And I've been able to build a, a, a great brand for myself, but, um, I, I literally do, so the services that I offer is, one is a personal chef, mm-hmm. uh, two is um, uh, uh, ev- uh, private events. Um, so I do like some, I do like private dinner parties for people, uh, if you wanted to say, so say if you wanted to have friends over to the house uh, for your wife's birthday, and, but you didn't want to have to worry about the food stuff, you would call someone like me to come over and we could design a menu that you like and uh, something custom. And then uh, I would come with my team and then we'd create the whole experience and enhance the experience of the birthday party okay. um, and, then clean, and then clean up and go. And then, uh, so there's the private chef, then there's uh, special events and then uh, virtual cooking lessons, which is taken off as <laughs> well. <laughs> Which yeah. which you know a lot about, which you know a lot about. I gotta take my glasses off so you can actually
1: see. Me. Yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about that a little bit in the pre-pod last
0: last yeah. year
1: during the during the pandemic. We weren't able to get out and celebrate my wife's birthday the the way that uh, we wanted to. Um, she has a favorite restaurant and a favorite uh, dish, and uh, I called my man up and was like, "Hey, can we can we make this happen virtually, like a virtual?" cooking session and like we cooked it and he co- like he coached us up and he cooked too though because I he was yeah. there
0: right yeah. he yeah. ate with us
1: matter of fact yeah, like I, he, we I, all I, ate I, together yeah yeah, yeah yeah and so we got a couple of friends together and we all did it you know covid style virtually like and, and we all hopped on at the same time and it, it was, was so much fun yeah. yeah it
0: was so much fun
1: yeah
0: it was it was it was and, awesome. and, and, and 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 like i was saying after that it it pretty much took off after that because uh that little clip that I posted from doing it with you guys uh like people were hitting me up after that like a church hit me up and then like corporate stuff and then like uh other couples hit me up as well I did it for like a bachelorette party for like a bunch of ladies yeah (laughs) it's been it's been really cool man all new experiences for me and just all stuff that I love to do it's always a lot of fun yeah
1: yeah Okay. All right. So we, 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 talked about business a little bit and entrepreneurship, like mm-hmm. how, that process of getting started, because I know there are a lot of fathers, especially coming off the pandemic that are, that are in a situation similar to where you were when you started your business, where they just kind of out of necessity need to build a business. Maybe they lost the income or, or something oh, like that, yeah. like, um, yeah. you know, and they're trying to create these opportunities for themselves. Like did you, like, what did you, what kind of, what was your experience with that? Did you have some obstacles that you had to overcome or like, what was kind of like your biggest, your biggest win and your biggest obstacle,
0: I guess? Um, I, I mean, the biggest win was being, was just staying consistent. And I had already created my business before the pandemic, but it hit me really hard because I mean, the the bulk of my business was me being in person. And yeah. at the time, nobody wanted anything in person, you know? So like I had to really like dig deep and figure some things out uh, for myself if I was gonna, you know, stay in business. So, I mean, I'll I'll keep it all the way real with you, man. Like I, first I started out, um, I literally uh, typed up a bio for myself on my computer, uh, printed out some flyers um, and I went around into my neighborhood Uh, No one was going anywhere, right? So, because we were in quarantine. So, I literally walked around in my neighborhood and put flyers on my neighbor's doorstep, uh, just letting them know that that there's a private chef, you know, in the neighborhood. And if anyone needed anything to, you know, feel free to call me. And uh, it was, it wasn't so much, like literally like maybe one person called from the neighborhood. But it wasn't so so much of um, trying to get a client in the neighborhood but i was more so just trying to move energy and 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 sometimes sometimes when you're in a rut and you're trying to figure things out you got to just move some energy and just get out of the house and go do something because when you move the energy it just creates a current and then um and things happen so uh, uh i i did that I was like staying consistent on my social media, uh, constantly reaching out to people, and you know, before I knew it, uh, I was I was doing like some drop-offs, um, and then you know, virtual cooking lessons, um, and it was just kind of like one thing after another. But the the main thing was just uh, staying consistent and uh, being being flexible yeah. uh, about about like what I had to offer. You know, because I could have just said, "Man, all I can do is be in person." Yeah. So there's no way for me to make money, and there's nothing that I can do. Right. And that would have just and that would have just been, you know, the end of me because <laughs> nothing was happening in person. So, uh, I I had to swallow my pride. <laughs> yeah. And hum- humble myself, really, because really, I literally like started from scratch again, all over again. It was like I just started my business all over. And I had to get clients and get somebody to hire me again. And didn't matter who I cooked for in the past, you know, didn't matter what celebrities I cooked for or whatever. It was brought back down to the ground level, and yeah. uh, I, I had to just grind it out again. So you know, in, in tough times, um, you got to you got to silence the ego, humble your humble yourself, stay consistent, be flexible. And just really, really go in, focus on what it is that you're trying to do, uh, and uh, and that's that's like the best advice that I can get, cause that's all that's all I did. All I did was I just I just focused in on what I wanted. I was just trying to be flexible. I didn't know what was gonna work. Right. I didn't know for I didn't know if handing out flyers was gonna work. I didn't know if I didn't even know virtual cooking was gonna be an option. I didn't know I was gonna be doing drop-offs, but I was open to whatever whatever opportunities came my way, I told myself I was going to make the most of the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, so, so, I, so that's what I did, you know, and that's ultimately what got me through the pandemic. And then uh, right at the end of the year in December, um, again, I, I feel it was, it was me just moving energy and continuing to work, regardless of how much money I was making, you know, Stanford called me and they, and they, and they offered me the job, you know, so it just goes to show about just consistency and staying with it, not giving up.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I I talk about, and I was talking to, to my wife the other day about like things in life have parallels, right. And hearing you talk about, your, your journey during the pandemic with with your business. And I can, you can draw a parallel to, to parenting, to fatherhood, right? There are gonna be times- Oh, absolutely. You know, where you're just uncertain, you're trying something and like, ah, you know, I just hope this works, <laughs> you know? Uh, I'm gonna be flexible, you know, if it doesn't- Yeah. I want to, then I'm adjust and make these, you know, these different changes. And, you know, you gotta be consistent with the way that you parent, consistent. right? Like you can't be, yes. you know, sometimes you're, you're hard on this and then sometimes you let it slide. Right. I mean you have to show them consistency. Um and all the things you just talked about and, and entrepreneurship is 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 fatherhood just with some 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 kind of light tweaks, you know?
0: Right. Light um, tweaks. <laughs>
1: and a lot of times like people don't realize how similar they are. When I was talking about it to my wife, I was talking about like, you know, working out and and you know, and entrepreneurship. But like there's so many things that you can learn from building a business and creating a business. Um and and fathering or parenting or and vice versa, right? Like they go yeah. both ways. So that's really cool to hear you hear you talk about that. I know you got you got to run in right now, right?
0: Yeah, I'm no. I mean, I got I got a few minutes, you know, because okay. I, I really like um I, I'm a, I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. I'm a, I'm a big fan of what you're doing, and yes, uh, I think it's um I think it's really important what you're doing, and I'm I'm happy that you reached out to me because uh because all these these sixteen years, um, excuse me, from my from my culinary career uh, to becoming a father at, at a very in my early twenties, um, I feel like I just have a lot of uh, experience that I can share with a lot of people, yeah. and uh, I can I can help a lot of people, you know. So anytime I get a, get the opportunity to to share my story and uh, to teach some other people and give advice, however I can. You know yeah. it's uh it's always great. So I appreciate you for having me.
1: Yeah, no, I look, bro. I, I that's why I reached out to you. Like, as as far as my group of like immediate friends, you got yeah. you got experience, dog. Like you, yeah, no. you know what I mean. Like you, you got you got adult kids. You know what I mean. And so, adult, like, in terms, serious. In terms of like, you know, you can give a, a whole like whole. 18 years worth of like, yo, this is what happened. And this is what I did. And, and, you know, I did have some struggles here, but this is how we overcame them. And, you know, everybody's situation is going to be different, but at least to have some understanding of what it, what it might be like. Right. Cause I think that's one of the problems right. uh, that we face as fathers is because we're men, we don't really talk, right. Like we don't right. talk about yeah. how, we're, how things are. We don't talk about what we're going through. We try to throw right. it out make sure that we you know nobody knows we're struggling and then <laughs> right of course because we don't share everybody else behind us is now struggling right and so right. Like, the whole idea behind this thing was to get guys who have experience talking about fatherhood right yeah and, and those guys who want to be uh you know better fathers because I think at the, at the at the heart of it like if you're in your kid like everybody who's like actively in their kid's life, wants to be the best father they could possibly be. Right? Absolutely. And yeah. so just like anything else, like if, if, for example, I wanted to be the best chef I could possibly be, I'm not gonna like cook every once in a while. Like I'm gonna dive in, like I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be watching, watching uh, YouTube videos, listening to podcasts, I'm gonna be taking yeah. cooking classes. Like you gotta do all these things. So if you, you know, for most of us that are in our, our you know, active and in our kids' lives and want to be the best father we can be, we have to have resources, right? Yes, yeah. In my own quest, like I just didn't feel like there were enough of those. Or it was like really repetitive, yeah. like, it's the same stuff over and over again. And it wasn't, right. it was like, or you would get it from the same person. And so it's just their experience over and over again, right? And then right. Yeah. you need to be able to hear like different angles on it, right? Yeah, I mean,
0: from yeah, from multiple people, yeah. different races. Like exactly. it, it's, it's gotta come from a lot of different places. I agree.
1: Yeah, because the fatherhood thing is is three sixty, right? Like it's your whole world, right? No yeah. matter no matter what you do, your your number one title, in my opinion, is father. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And this, so everything else kind of fits around that. And so if we're not building that, then those other things don't really work either. Yep. You know That's what I mean? The foundation. One hundred percent. Foundation. So so let's let's. Uh, I heard you talk about uh, energy, like moving energy, right? Yes. Um, Yes. What is what is your what is your your take on like faith and fatherhood or or, or like religion or energy like even right if we, that's what we call it right like what do you, what do you think how does that affect your, your parenting? Um, you know,
0: like uh, I don't. How can I how can I put it? I don't I don't incorporate a lot of uh, religion into mm-hmm. my into my like day to day parenting. Right. But more, more so spirituality and energy. Uh, like I, like I said, like I, um, like I meditate daily and, uh, it's, it's become like a daily thing since the pandemic started and I was going through so many things. I was just like, Whoa, I gotta like, Whoa, bring it all down and reel it in. So I started meditating daily and it really opened up a lot in in my mind for me. And, um, uh, it just, it, it, it's become like a like a like a daily practice that I incorporate into everything that I'm doing now. Before I was just using it for myself and just managing my own thoughts and, and everything going on. Uh, but then I was able to apply it to my reactions to like how I'm dealing with things with my daughter, yeah. and then how I'm tackling issues with my son, and uh, just any interactions that I'm having uh, became. About my energy and like the energy that I give off and the energy that I'm receiving, yes, sir. and so, um, and so it's it's really it's really important. It it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be about religion or anything like that. It's just about uh, like being the best person that you can be mm-hmm. and uh, being the best listener that you can be uh, and the most effective communicator. Um, just all, all those things all, all the way around, um, full circle. So, uh, I I think it's helped a whole lot. I think that, uh, I think that meditation is like, it's like, it's like the secret key to like unlocking like the doors in your mind that might go over some people's heads, but like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Have have you, have you, have you
0: meditated before? Have you ever tried that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, this is I I'm not gonna I'm gonna give you a shameless plug here. Me and me and Ari have a podcast called Meditate, Motivate, Movement. Um, and so we oh, do not
0: even Yeah, know yeah, that.
1: yeah. We've been doing it for about a year and that, maybe two years now, two years this summer, actually. Wow. Um, and and that's what we talk about. Like it's a really, really important thing. Like meditation is always the first thing we talk about because your mind. And your your spiritual like that's that's number one, right? Like if you're yeah, not taking care yeah. of your, your mental health, um then, then everything else, you know, kind of falls away, right? It all starts in your head, right? And so yeah, if you aren't yeah. uh, if you aren't able to have a practice of meditation, even if it's just breathing or breath work, or you take right. a few seconds here, here and there to kind of gather yourself and maybe unclutter and clear some of your thoughts with parenting i found for me it's allowed me to be um less reactive right yeah like i'm I'm able i'm able to respond the way i want to as opposed to letting my emotions control my reactions yeah right and so exactly because i have that that connection with how i feel in the moment Mm -hmm. um I can like, you know, when they're doing something I don't like, I don't immediately fly off the handle and, and you know be angry or yell because they don't receive it that way, right? Right. And, and right. so so meditation is is huge. It's huge, it's huge. It's definitely something that I people like you said, it goes over some people's heads. And I think that's because we kind of we've put it on a pedestal somehow and we talk about it like it's this kind of uh weird thing, right? Yeah. And it's yep. really, it's really just. Shut up, be quiet.
0: It's so beneficial. Uh, I, I would say the thing that I noticed first, like the thing that I really, really noticed first, like um, throughout the day after I started meditating, I really started to become conscious of my breathing, like throughout the day. Yeah. Um, and like, there's times when I would be in certain thoughts in my mind, and not even realize I'm holding my breath. Yeah. In those those thoughts, you know what I mean? And it was like a weird thing. You know, it could be like two seconds or three seconds or whatever, but in those couple of seconds, not even take a breath. Right, right. And so it really started to, I started to become a lot more conscious of myself, my breathing, the thoughts that are going through my mind throughout the day, Um, and then after after i started to become so much more conscious of myself then i could focus on the way i communicate with with other people like 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 you said like with like with kids it's like seeing something that i don't really approve of or something like that and instead of jumping and and getting and, and having an emotional reaction being very conscious that hey that's something that i'm really not feeling Right. but how do I, how do I communicate that in the most effective way for that person to understand? Right, right. You so know, how,
1: how you turn it into a teachable moment.
0: Right, Yeah. right. Um, and, and, you know, here, another, another thing too, you know, there's, there's all kinds of, we always, we have choices throughout the day. Everything is a choice mm-hmm. and down to the way we react to things, right? So, um, even if it's something about myself, something that I know I do, I don't know repetitively that I don't really like that I do, or something like that. Like, uh, what's an example I could use? Uh, it's like those little moments where it's like, ah, oh, man, I hate when I do that. Like, so, like those little, like those little thoughts that go through our minds when we do something, and we'll, yeah. and we will, uh, uh, like, give ourselves like a like talk down to ourselves mm-hmm. about something really small, you know? So even, even things like that, where I'd be like, where in a, in a normal reaction, I'd be like, oh man, I hate it when I do that and get mad at myself in that moment. But instead changing that to like a more productive thing and a more positive thing. And instead of being upset with myself, I could just like laugh at myself and yeah. just say like, oh man, I can't believe I did that again. Silly me.
1: Right. Right.
0: Instead, instead of just going straight to negative and saying, oh, I hate it when I do that. Yeah. Because it's those little things that really chip away at our mental, you know, and um, and, you know, it, it, it all starts with us. Right. So we got to be happy with ourselves first. And it's about being content. Yes, sir. And it's not like I'm trying to walk around and just be all super happy every day, all day, (laughs) you know, because that's just not even real. Right. But but it is very real to be content with yourself every day. Yeah. So to me, for me, that's the goal.
1: Yeah, I like that, man. I like that. And I like what you said about it. it starts with us, because, you know, as 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 fathers, as parents, like, you know, your household dynamic is whatever it is. Right. But like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're, you're kind of the, the role model, the leader, the example mm-hmm. for your kids, for your family. And if you're out of control in your own head, right? right. Or if you're negative talking to yourself, yeah. not only are you going to be doing that to your kids, but then they're going to, they're, because they, you know, when they do what you do, right. Whether you right. want them to or not they soak and, in all of that and you know and like eventually you know when you do have that awareness of that consciousness you'll notice that they're, they're doing certain things that you do like even now i'll, I'll see my daughter do something i do and i'm like dang i know where she got that <laughs> for like oh, dang yeah. you know and i hear myself doing it like and i and when i say something i can hear my dad's voice or i hear my mom's voice and i'm like oh i heard it when <laughs> right. she used to say that like i can't believe right. i just said that dang it all right i gotta work on that um so it, yeah. yeah, that is super important, man. It's super important because I think a lot of times we miss that we're not raising children, we're raising adults, yes. right? Like, cause yeah. they're not going to stop at like kiddom. Like that's not where that's going to end. They're not going to be no. solid. like they're growing up and they're going to be adults. And so if you can yeah. teach them even through like representation or just, you know, seeing you do it, if you could teach them how to be an effective adult, a conscious adult, an aware adult, then then you're leaving them a legacy of like you said being content right and and I think that's really really important for us to do Um, so I'm I'm glad you said that that's that's super super cool I like it I like it
0: yeah I mean it's you know it's important so again I'm I'm just I'm glad I'm getting to share it you know because I don't I talk about it like with my friends like my friends and I get together and you know it's it's like topic of conversation. Yeah. But uh but I don't always get to just share it with, you know, just people, people in general, people in the public. Right. But it's so it's so important. It's so important.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Hey man, so look, I'm I'm gonna change, I'm gonna switch it up on you real quick. Like, I know you used to hoop, right? And you talk yeah. about your son, your son hoops. Do you you still you still uh you still shoot a little bit or or what? You hung up hung them up officially.
0: I, I hung them up officially man like I don't I don't really hoop anymore but uh but uh I do work out so I love to okay. stay in shape uh, and uh always follow what you're doing as well I follow what you're doing as well with uh, fitness yes because uh, I because I have that that kind of that, that same drive where like I, I like to stay in shape I may fall off every once in a while but uh you know I'm always trying to get back and uh, get back on my grind and, and stay in shape because it's it's important to just be the the best person that I can be uh, right, every day. Right, right.
1: So what's your what's your workout routine looking like right now? Uh, I'm about to drop these go, off no, really quick. Is go that okay? I'm, I'm gonna pause it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So so yeah. So what's what's your? I you know you, you see fall off a little bit, get back on, but you you stay you stay active. What what's your what's your regimen look like? What do you uh, what are you doing?
0: Um. As of right now, man, like, uh, Uh-oh. I'm kind of in like the bulking process, okay. you know, I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to add, trying to add some muscle my whole life, man. I mean, I've always been a pretty slim dude Yeah, and, uh, always has been slim. And so since I started, since I stopped playing basketball and, uh, and just started taking like just weightlifting a lot more serious, mm-hmm. uh, I just been trying to like put on some muscle and, uh and just like thicken up a little bit yeah so so when it comes to my daily routine like my workouts i'm pretty much all compound stuff so i'm like bench i'm heavy bench heavy squat deadlift uh back rows um curls you know uh (laughs) curls (laughs) curls for the girls yeah
1: you slid that one in there like yeah i'm heavy compound (laughs) curls (laughs) (laughs)
0: curls But uh, but yeah, I'm I'm the bulk of my routines right now are like compound movements, and I'm working out right now like between three and four times a week.
1: Okay. Uh, I don't I don't give
0: myself a hard time about exact days, just because my schedule is pretty crazy. So right. I'm making a point to make it to the gym, but it's pretty much like whenever I got time, I know if I I know if I got like an hour and a half, or I know I don't have anything to do. I'm hitting the gym. Okay. I you know, like so I just make sure to incorporate it into my it's like incorporate it into my daily routine. It's like as soon as I get that time, I know what I got to go do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man, cuz cuz I like that you keep it, it it's a priority but you keep it light and it's not like you know, yeah. you're putting the additional pressure on yourself to get it done. You just know like okay, instead of, uh, you know, Netflix for that hour and a half. Oh man, yeah. I got an hour and a half. I get to go work out. I get to go take care of my fitness. Um, yep. and, it, and it's enough of a priority for you to be like, oh shoot, hour and a half today?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go kill it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially yeah. when I know I've been going in and eating a bunch of cake and brownies and stuff like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Man, my weakness, man, like my weakness is chocolate. I love chocolate. So I eat cookies and brownies and cake, all that, all that kinds of stuff. So I, if I know I've been going in on stuff like that, especially when I get that hour and a half, two hours, I know I got to go kill it. Yeah. How do you, how do
1: you, as a, as a chef, right? Like you're always around food, right? You're always cooking. Um, you know, how do you, how are you like avoiding eating that stuff all the time? Do you have like a, a, a certain thought process or a mindset around it, or are you just, just good with it?
0: Um, you know, like, I I know I said like cake and stuff like that, but I'm not around that stuff every single day. And for the most part, I cook pretty healthy for myself. I like healthy food. So I'm naturally, I just, I go towards healthier stuff. Yeah. It's just, I got my little thing that I, that I crave sometimes, which is cake or brownies or cookies. And so, uh. On a, on a day-to-day I, I just I don't crave uh, a lot of unhealthy stuff so I guess not that it makes it easier but like I just gravitate more towards you know what I like which is the healthier stuff and I like to have like a balance yeah. you know like if I know I've been eating a bunch of desserts and stuff like that I'm making a point to make sure I eat my broccoli. <laughs>
1: <laughs> smart. smart so
0: yeah it's just it's just about it's about like a balance and and you might be able to do, uh relate to this it's like when you're working out a lot your body craves that good stuff so I'll crave steak or I'll crave chicken like my body needs it yeah that's what I'm like that, that's what I'm craving so I won't want the unhealthy stuff I, I want to I'll wait till I can get you know some chicken breast or something like that because that's what's really going to satisfy my hunger
1: yeah yeah i like that i like that yeah and that's true man yeah, That i know a lot of people you know depending on where you're at in your in your fitness journey might struggle with that but like when you are in the gym and you're hitting it hard like yeah you go through enough in that, like you say, hour and a half of like struggle against the the iron and you're working out and you don't want to sacrifice all that and go have a piece of cake. Like you are,
0: yeah.
1: you know I mean? When your goal is to to get bigger and stronger, you're like, okay, what can I, what am I going to eat to get bigger and stronger? You like, you know that already, right? In 2021, I think almost everybody knows what they should and shouldn't eat, right? Like we figured it out by now. Yeah, we're pretty clear on what we should and shouldn't eat now you know like you say everything is choices we might make the wrong choice here or there but we know right and, right. and you can align right. your goals fitness wise with what you eat fairly easily if you're sure of what you want. Right. If you have clarity yes. of what you want, then it's very easy to be like, okay, I'm not gonna have I'm not gonna have cake today. Like it's just it just doesn't make sense for my goal.
0: Right. Um, exactly.
1: Yeah. And so you can kind of, kind of hold it off. And that's why I was kind of asking and, and you, you, you definitely hit it there. It's like, you know, when you're, when you're working the way you do, right. You crave the things that nurture that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and like it's, a, and it's about making it more of like a, you know, making it more of like your lifestyle as opposed to like following a diet. Cause like, I don't follow any, any sort of diet. I just try to balance things out the best I can
1: okay do you, do you that's it. this this is this is my own this is for me right i don't know if anybody else cares about this so as a as a chef do you have like a menu like so we're, we're cooking or if, like depends on where i'm at in my in my you know if i'm cutting or bulking or whatever i might meal prep and also i will have like a, a quote unquote menu this is what i'm going to eat this week or like for some of my clients like we'll have like a menu of this is what you're going to eat because we're trying to do this or that right uh for you you know not on any particular you know diet or anything um and you can cook really good food right so like when you go to the store are you just like i, I want to make this today uh so i'm gonna grab these items or are you are you planning it out for the week kind of thing no
0: it's it's kind of by it's like by feel it's like whatever i want to eat when i'm at the when, I, when i'm at the grocery store i'll I may think about it on my way to the grocery store. I'll think about stuff that I want to have. Yeah. But it's never really like a like a like a planned thing. It's really like way thought out and menus and everything, at least not for myself. Like I'll have to do that for private chef clients where I'm planning out menus and stuff for them depending on what their goals are. But uh, I don't really do it to myself do it for myself on the, on the on a daily uh, no, it's more so just about what I like to eat. Like like for example, uh, the, the meals I just dropped off uh, to the guy, it was like, as far as starches, he got like sweet potatoes, he got regular mashed potatoes, mac and cheese. Uh, uh, I think that was it. But, uh, and it was like all of those things, he's got options because he's also bulking. He's, he's bulking, he's on a bodybuilder's diet. He's okay. got to get a lot of protein and, and good carbs in him uh, on a daily because he's also doing a lot of running. And so, um, you know, all, all of those things I make extra of. So whenever I like cook for somebody, this is all <laughs> stuff that I eat for myself, too. You know, okay. so like I'll do a little meal prep for myself as well. It's for a client. Uh, so it always just kind of works out in that way. And that's like the benefit of being being a chef or being a private chef is like, you um, I uh I can I can just do that for myself when I'm cooking for other people.
1: Yeah, that's dope. That's that's a, like a side effect of it, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I already <laughs> got dinner and everything made for myself just because I did it for somebody else today.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh man. All right. So and for my
0: and from my daughter.
1: Ah. <laughs> uh, there you go. Hey, how so? She she graduated, right? How was this Good. like? Kind of, she kind of had like a a gap year, kind of with, with the whole pandemic thing. Like, how's how is that?
0: How's that working? It's it's cool, man. Like, um, my daughter, her name's Gianna, by the way. And Gianna, she she's a pretty like go with the flow type of person, and she she we had to have her graduate. It was like a um, drive by graduation. With family yeah. yeah and since we were all quarantined we didn't all get together and stuff like that and uh, since since school has been over with she was like ready to graduate high school anyway uh, and just kind of ready to get on with the rest of what her life so so as of now um, when I relocated I relocated to Redwood City which is down the peninsula more towards the South Bay. And my daughter relocated with me, and um, she's currently taking like online college classes. And um, she's like I said, she's just been kind of going with the flow. She works now; she's got her job at Target and and taking her classes and uh, cooking with me more, and just becoming more and more independent. You know, yeah. and it's really great great to see like as a father you know, her really starting to, you know, just really take control of her own life and want to do things on her own. Yeah. So it's, cool. yeah, it's, it's, it's going good. You know, she needs advice. I, I found that since high school has ended, our bond is like way stronger, <laughs> you know, like, bro, like seriously through high school, like through high school, it was like, I didn't even know my daughter. Like she wanted nothing to do with me.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and, and I was, I would try really hard to like do stuff with her and everything. And it was just always kind of like, uh, like, why are you talking to me? <laughs> that kind of thing. You know, yeah. and my feelings would get hurt. My feelings would get hurt. And I get all emotional and upset and be mad at her and stuff like that. And I've learned to have, like deal with those kinds of emotions, right? Like with meditations really taught me how to really deal with myself right? and get, right. O- and get over myself in those moments. Um, And it's not about me. It's about what she needs in those moments, you know. So, uh, like I said, since high school has been over, though, uh, our relationship has grown in so many ways, so many ways. Uh, And I, of course, like as a dad, you know, you love to you love to feel needed (laughs) As, as a parent, you know.
1: Yeah. yeah, I got I got like four or five years before I have to deal with high school. So I'm I'm yeah no I didn't not even yeah 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 four years. So I'm I'm not looking for oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also not looking forward to that part of it because I know what's coming. Like you know yeah that, that teenager uh,
0: oh, yeah I no. already know already I got yeah. it <laughs> yeah yeah why you gotta why you gotta talk to me why do you have to why do you have to yell at me why yeah. Do, um, just the emotional roller coaster and things. I'm like, <laughs>
1: oh, and man. But,
0: but at the same time, I can't speak for like all teenage girls, right? Right. You know, your experience may be completely different than mine. Like, you very well might have a great, solid relationship all through high school with your girls, um, which would which would be great. Uh, that was you know, just kind of my experience that I yeah. like to share, Yeah. but uh, yeah. either way, it'll be, a, it'll definitely be a learning experience for you.
1: Okay, cool, cool. I, I mean, like I said, I look forward to it. Um, yeah. I look forward to every part of the journey, right? Like I'm excited Absolutely. about all of it, uh, ups and downs, right? I, I'm not we are here it.
0: for all of it. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm not trading it for anything else. Um, like I said right. on a previous episode, this is my, my purpose. This is why I'm here, um, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy it no matter what, uh, even on the worst days, right? All right, so um, I don't want to keep you too long. So I got a couple of couple of like you know questions to kind of ask you as we we wrap this thing up. Um, okay. So I read, you know, like I mentioned earlier, trying to go all in on fatherhood and trying to be the best father. You know, like reading books or, or listening to podcasts or watching videos or talking, to, you know, talking to different people. Um, have you read or, or listened to anything that's kind of inspired you uh, in in your your
0: fatherhood journey? Um. I, honestly, honestly, no. Like, I've um. I haven't. I haven't listened to any podcasts about parenting or anything like that. Um. Through this whole through this whole journey, I I've I listened to like entrepreneurial podcasts and. You know, read books about entrepreneurial stuff. I used to read um, a lot more about parenting when my kids were young, because yeah. I was so young and just didn't know stuff. And then, even and even then, like after reading stuff, I would have a completely different experience. Right. So, like, uh, <laughs> as far as the parenting stuff, I kind of gave up on um, depending on other people to, you know, give me some. Wisdom, or something about about being a parent, because right. just like how I told you about my daughter's experience with me and how it changed after high school, uh, I could tell you that, and then it's completely different for you. So right. uh, I just think that every kid, every parent, it's all going to be different. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just, I don't, I just like to approach it um, with an open mind and not really expect any one thing, and just deal with it accordingly. and uh again it it more so instead of listening to podcasts and uh reading books and stuff like that which is great um I've I've gone inwards more and and focused more on making sure that I'm investing into myself to be the best communicator like Mm -hmm, the best mm -hmm. best person that I can be uh so again it's it I've more so gone in on like the meditation stuff and my energy and focusing on my energy and like my daughter uh, meditates with me, you know, like, uh, so I've more so gone in on those things as opposed to, uh, listening to, you know, podcasts and stuff like that. But, uh, I think it's benefited me in a huge way. (laughs) Yeah. 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 In a huge way.
1: Yeah. I I think, you know, there's, there's a, there's a, a, like a common theme, right. That you've kind of been hitting on as we talk and it's like being a better communicator, uh, going inward being the best you know person you can be and really you know working on yourself and your kind of own personal development um, yes. my assumption is even in those entrepreneurial podcasts or, or things that you listen to some of the things you gravitated towards actually you know as a father as a parent you are the CEO of your, your family yes you know? and so some of those things that you're learning about business and in business. Like you talked about being flexible in business. You mentioned it again, when we we're talking about with your kids, right? Things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. You have to be flexible and open. Um, yes. Again, there's parallels. Always there. open. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it, so it doesn't always come in the same pack in the package you're looking for, right? Like if we're talking about parenting yeah. books, like the, the knowledge you m- want to attain may not be in that parenting book. It may be in an entrepreneurial right. podcast, right? Yeah. But yeah, you have to be open to using it to benefit you as, like you said, a better communicator, uh, just a better person, right? You have to kind of be able to take all of it because like we mentioned before, fatherhood is 360 and all those yes. things work together uh, to, to help create you know, that, that, that relationship and that environment between you and your kids.
0: <laughs> yes, plenty of times, plenty of times I've used entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial <laughs> advice to parent my kids. plenty of times times. yeah (laughs) because you're right it's like it's like yeah i'm the ceo of my family you know so like i gotta hold things together and and yeah it it applies to both
1: yeah yeah and then and (laughs) two and so and the position you're at now is like the executive chef you've got all these these other chefs and and the staff that works underneath you Um, Mm -hmm. And you have to be a leader for them, right? Like you're guiding them and leading them and they look up to you and depend on you. So even in your business, just like in your family, you have people who are looking up to you who need you to lead them uh, as a group, but then independently, because they're all going to need something different from you, right? They're all going to respond differently. Um, And so, you know, again, those parallels can be drawn. If you're, you know, if you're working on making yourself a better person, you can be a better boss. You can be a better father. Yes. You can be a better significant other. Um, and the, the the bottom line or the common denominator is you.
0: Yep, yep, absolutely, absolutely. And and one thing that I'm learning a lot of, uh, like one thing that uh, Stanford is teaching me a lot of is delegating. And yeah. uh, um, it was it's not that I wasn't used to it before being an entrepreneur, but um, having it such a having such a large staff like as an entrepreneur, I'm a small business. So a lot of it is on me. So uh, I, I delegate, but on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Stanford, I'm delegating on such a larger scale. So it's, it's, teaching me, it's teaching me a lot of those great skills. So actually it's teaching me uh, to find the strengths in the people around me and what they can do mm-hmm. and, 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 and letting them go and use their strengths and do what it is that they do best. So even for like, again, going back to my family, even with like my daughter, like I'm able to delegate things to her that she's really good at and just doesn't mind doing. And then something that I know that she would rather not do, but like my son does a lot better, I'll delegate those things to him and just let them be happy doing what it is that they do instead of saying like, you better get this done because I need it done. I don't care if you want to do it or not. (laughs) Right, right, right. You know what I mean? It's like, no, I want you to be happy doing what it is that you're doing. So I want you to do what makes you happy. Yeah. So this is ultimately, this is what needs to get done. I want you to do what what you want to do uh, and to, to get to that goal. And then I want you to do what it is that you want to do to get to that goal. So we're all doing things that make us happy. Everybody's on the same page and we're all making progress.
1: Yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay. Um if you could if you could step into my shoes, right? And what what would you ask yourself that I didn't?
0: Um, <laughs> made you think dang. a little bit. Yeah, dang, that's a good one. Uh Well, man, you're asking a lot of great questions, man. Um Uh, we talked about consistency and um, yeah, we talked about food, <laughs> and balance and energy. and I, a, I don't know, man. Like, There's a lot of really, gems in here. It's we're really lot. touching on a lot of stuff. There's
1: a lot of gems in here. Yeah, yeah. A lot,
0: a lot of gems. A lot of gems. Uh, yeah, I, honestly, I, I can't think of anything just because we've touch, we touched on on so much. I think you're asking all the right questions. And uh, yeah, I
1: have I have now that now that I ask you that though I do have one that I'm i meant to ask you earlier. Um, so I got two girls, right? And, right? and They're they're individuals, right? So I have to parent them differently, but but they're still both girls, right? Yeah. You have a yeah. son and a daughter. What has been like the difference in in parenting them, uh, the personalities and and genders? Is that is there is there a big difference there, or are we kind of just
0: teach you know parenting them as as individuals um yeah that's that's a great question actually um so so for me i don't really i try not to let gender determine uh like what i'll ask of them like uh i like it to be a pretty even playing field like like if I need the garbage taken out, I just I don't only ask my son to take the garbage out. You know what okay. I mean? Like
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I, I you know what I mean? Like we should all know how to do those uh, those basic you know skills that need to be done at home. Right. Um, so no, I don't I don't separate it like that. But yeah, they are individuals. Um, my my daughter. I know that uh, dealing with my daughter, I have to be very specific about what it is that I'm asking her. Like if I'm asking her to do something, I need to be very specific and detailed about what it is that I need. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, I've I've learned I've learned that right. And uh, and with my son, uh, it doesn't have to be so so uh, so specific. I can just kind of give him a general idea of what I need and he'll just go and do a little bit of everything that I, that I asked. Um, Those are like little things that I've noticed. Uh, Even, even like, even my son is just a little more, uh, I want to say, I don't want to say he's more easygoing, but like, he's just, he's easily satisfied. I guess I should say. My (laughs) son is easily, easily satisfied. Okay. Get um go shop for my son and buy him a bunch of stuff come home and be like son look at all this stuff i got you and, he, and he'd be like oh man cool thanks dad this is great <laughs> stuff i'm gonna wear this stuff tomorrow yeah you know uh i can go i can go shop for my daughter and buy her a bunch of stuff and i know their sizes and everything like that and you know i'll come home and i'll bring her a bunch of stuff and she's like really like yeah. <laughs> i don't even like this color purple this is the wrong shade of purple. You know I don't like this shade of. You know it'll get it'll get very specific. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. And okay. I'm
0: like, okay, all right. I got to be a lot more detailed, a lot more specific when it comes to my daughter. Um, less when it comes to my son. Not to say that they need like like um one's easier than the other. Right. Uh, but just you know, just the way that I deal with them and talk to them and. And their needs is a lot different. Uh, but but again, just to go back, like I don't with with the things that I ask of them or from them, uh, I don't separate that by gender. Okay. You know, I, I keep it pretty uh a pretty even playing field as far as what I ask of them.
1: Okay, all right, all right. Um, okay, so
0: even so, w- if, 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 if if I don't know if you're having more kids or anything like that, if you do have a son and you got daughters. Like, don't make your son do certain things just because he's a boy.
1: Yeah. No, or, you know what I mean?
0: Your daughters just do certain things just because they're the girls. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, we we can all help and do a little bit of everything.
1: Right. I like that. I like it. I'm done, by the way. I'm, we're not having any more kids. We're finished. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm outnumbered, dog. I, I'm done. I'm good. Uh, I don't want to end up, you know, my dad, you know, two girls my stepdad two girls I got two girls like I know where this this is going (laughs) Whoa! I'm good I'm shut this thing down um
0: well I got one of each it's shut down bro (laughs) (laughs) it is shut down yeah and they're grown so it's really shut down
1: (laughs) I hear you I hear you I hear you um all right so where can where can the listeners uh find you online where where can they uh can they hit you up at
0: Cool. Um, well, I try to make it pretty easy to find find me online. It's in the media. Uh, my website is chefbrags.com. Social media is all Chef Braggs. Facebook uh, Chef Terry Brags, uh, my business page Bragging Rights. Rights is spelled R Y T apostrophe S. Um, but if you just pretty much just look me up, um, Chef Brags. Like if you Google Chef Brags, all of that information would pop up. So. <laughs>
1: He just dropped it. Just
0: Google me. Just drop that. Just Google me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how, how you I'm know ending. you made it. That's that's how I am ended. Just Google
1: Chef Bragg. Yeah, that's how you know you made it. All right, here's the here's the final question. This is the finisher, man. What what uh, what does fatherhood uh,
0: mean to you? Yeah, it means the world to me, man. Like I. I felt like my my life it gave my life so much more meaning when I became a father. That's like that's my that became my why, you know. Like a lot of people will have their you know they have their why about like why they're pursuing a career, why they why they get up to do what they do every day, and a big chunk of that is is because I'm a father and because I got I have two individuals that look up to me and they depend on me. Yeah. So it is everything for me for real. My kids have been, they've 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 given my life so much more meaning. Not to say that it wouldn't have meaning without kids, but it gives it so much more meaning and it has become my why.
1: Yeah, I like that answer, man. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Like a lot of times you'll hear, and this is normally in goals and all this, like, what's your why? I like to say, who's your why? Because usually your why is a person. Right. It, it usually yeah. is a person. And, and no matter how, like when you work it down, like it may be something surface level that you say initially, but when you work it down to its core, it's usually a person or, you know, a group of people when you talk about your family or your kids. Um, yeah. So I'm glad I'm glad you said that, man, because that's 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 it, man. They're, they're the why. Right. They are the why yeah. we do what we do. Uh, While we go out and and, you know face the world head up, chest out, you know, (laughs) uh, when when we don't want to, right? We could very well stay home and curl up in in the sheets and 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 hit snooze, but we we get up and we attack the day uh, with a vigor unknown to man because we have those people that depend on us that look up to us. So I like that answer, man. Absolutely, bro. All right, it's been it's been great talking to you, man. I I really appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your day, out of your schedule, uh, as busy as you are, you know, to 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 talk to me and talk to the listeners about uh, about fatherhood man, and and your journey in fatherhood and business and and chefdom, uh, you know. And I, I appreciate you taking the time, man.
0: Oh man, it's definitely my pleasure. Uh, thank you for reaching out to me. I always appreciate you as um as my friend first and uh thank yeah just just thank you for reaching out to me man it's been definitely been a pleasure it's definitely been fun and i'm glad i got the opportunity to share some of that uh some of my experience with everybody and yeah. hopefully people listening can can take something from it yeah yes
1: all right man i uh, i'm gonna let you go enjoy the rest of your day uh get some of that, okay. that bay area sunshine on you um yeah it's, you it's got a beautiful
0: day in the yeah. bay
1: you got on a hoodie. So I, that's how I know you in the Bay. <laughs> Cause the well, sun is clearly well, out, but you got a hoodie on and that's that's the Bay area for you.
0: Yeah, that's the Bay though. <laughs> especially, especially I, I just drove to San Francisco and I'm driving down the peninsula right now. So on the peninsula, it's a, it's a lot cooler than how it is like further inland. So if I was like East Bay, I definitely wouldn't have this hoodie on. Right, right. Uh, But But the fact that I'm more on the peninsula side, close to the water, it's it's nice weather but it's a little cool
1: yeah yeah i like it though that's what that's what i like about the bay
0: no doubt all
1: right my man have a have a great day and uh i'll talk to you soon
0: all right take care bro all right later peace